thank you for joining me for Boom, I Quit. I am Shay Cannon, and this podcast, let me tell you about this podcast. It is about my first year in business as a full-time entrepreneur. So what was I before, right? I was a litigation paralegal hybrid in a top law firm, and my total income was that in the six figures. But my life, my life, I felt held hostage every day, most days. I did not know what time I was going to get off. Every day, I had a one-hour commute to work and back home. And as you can imagine, here in Atlanta, Georgia, traffic, traffic, traffic. So that commute was not because of distance, because I only lived 24 miles away from where I work, but traffic made that an hour. My hometown is Birmingham, Alabama. And let me tell you, in Birmingham, 24 miles is 30 minutes tops, okay? And that's if you follow every traffic rule, 30 minutes tops. So let me give you a little background. I've always been a serial entrepreneur, which means I've had more than one business in my lifetime. Um, I started off in middle school where I sold candy, right? And then, you know, you, you go up in age and, and, and I sold Easter baskets. I've sold jewelry. I've sold purses. Well, in 2013, I wrote and self-published my first book. And what happened with that book was not only was it successful in the number of people who bought it, how it was also successful in inspiring people to want to write their own books and to want to self-publish. So I had a lot of people come to me and ask me, how did I write my book and how did I self-publish it with such success? Um, so at that point, I realized, hey, this is a business. A lot more people are asking me this than just my immediate connections. And I could actually teach people how how to do this, or I could self-publish them. So my first business um, as having to do with books was I was giving self-publishing services. I was publishing other, other people. Now, come around to 2015, um, what I realized was I didn't have a lot of people to self-publish because a lot of people who could write books were not writing books. I didn't understand why. It's, it's not that hard. Um, as we grew up, you know, we kind of grew up thinking that writing a book takes over a year. You know, we saw movies where people go off to lake cabins for months on end and write and come back and they have a book. Well, it's actually not necessarily like that. The industry has changed. The reader's appetites have changed. And so I realized I may have to teach people how to write books in order to have more people to self-publish. And so I began an author coaching element into my business. And so I started teaching people how to write books. Well, that became even more successful because I got in two types of clients. I got in those who want to tell their story and I got in the experts who want to share their expertise. And so now I'm realizing, okay, my business can kind of stabilize itself. Now, come to June 2016, I hired a business and branding coach. And at this point, I simply felt like I needed guidance in how to create a business that had constant revenue so that I can replace my six figures or at least be able to take care of myself if not make the six figures, right? And so my goal when I took on this business and branding coach was to come out of corporate in 2019. and fully run my own business um, from that point on. 
Well, hiring my coach, my business started doing better. And I kind of got to a point to where my business was doing good. And the job was kind of getting in the way of me being able to do more business. So I didn't know if maybe if I had more time for my business, could I make more money to take care of myself? Or do I need to keep the job and, and keep this problem that I have of my, my job hours getting in the way of me needing to do things in my business, right? Well, that was a conflict of interest, right? It's kind of like choosing what I don't want over what I really want and what I really wanted to do in the future, which was run my own business. So, of course, with that mindset, it gets harder to come to work every day. Um, it gets harder to deal with the office politics, with the ridiculous policies, and, and, you know, just overall being unhappy on a job rather than working for myself. So on October the 3rd of 2017 was my 46th birthday. And as I tend to do every year on my birthday, I really reflected on what makes me happy, what makes me unhappy, what I want my life to be like, my family, my children. And yeah, that was not a good day for having to go to work, right? So I went to work and I, you know, I usually travel. Um, but I didn't travel this year or that year. And instead I went to a show. I love Cirque du Soleil. So I went to a Cirque du Soleil show that night and I enjoyed myself. I come back to work the next day, October the 4th, 2017. And I'm calling to a meeting with, um, one of my attorneys and I'm listening to this man talk. And the entire time he's talking, I'm thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I think I'm, I want to quit. And I'm the type of person that I will jump. I will do things when I feel like I want to do things, but I have more people to think about. So I said, you know what? Let me sleep on it. Let me pray about it. Let me sleep on it. I wake up the next morning. Um, it was a Thursday the next morning. So my birthday was on a Tuesday. The meeting was on a Wednesday. The next day was a Thursday. I get to work and I'm like, yeah, I still want to quit. So I kind of start, you know, packing up my shit. I get all of my personal stuff and I take all of my personal stuff off of the computers, off of the walls, out of the drawers. And so you couldn't really look at my disc, desk and tell I had taken everything, but it looked mighty clean, right? And so I took all my stuff home and I was like, okay, you're going to make a final decision tomorrow, which is Friday. What are you going to do? I came in the next day. Yeah, I still want to quit. So from the time I got there that morning until noon, I worked on standard operating procedures for working for my attorneys and doing what I did so that my coworkers would not be as affected by my absence. Right. And so at noon, yeah, gave in my resignation and gave my two week notice and came around to October the 20th. That was my last day. It's my last day in corporate, my last day um, making the kind of money that I was making. And I left there with ambition and drive and one business to business client and half a plan. And I'm off full-time entrepreneurship, full-time entrepreneurship. So this podcast, this podcast is where I'm going to journal my steps, journal my, or just basically report to you guys, my journey and, and document the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's going to be 
how I'm making it as an entrepreneur. I think so many times full-time entrepreneurs are not told before they make that jump exactly how hard it is. It's kind of like marriage. It's hard to tell you everything that can go wrong or everything that can go right in a marriage. Um, until you get married, it's certain things that you just would never know until you do it, right? And so I feel like if I can take my fellow entrepreneurial um, people, my people who want to be full-time entrepreneurs in the future, if I can take you on this journey with me, maybe I can reveal to you some of the things that are not told to you, some of the things that you may need to prepare yourself for. Now, let's talk about this podcast. It's going to be nothing fancy. This is strictly grassroots, down the earth, and if you haven't figured out by now, a little cussing. I, I, I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. And so my goal is for this podcast to be near daily. And by near daily, that means I want to do it every day, but I might not do it every day because I'm doing this on my terms, um, much like entrepreneurship, right? And so I don't want to go over 30 minutes because I know you guys' time is valuable. Um, and I know you guys are busy and you don't want to hear, you want to kind of get a gist of it and move on. And every day I'll be talking about something different that happened in that day, something different that impacted my business, whether it be good, whether it be bad, something that impacted my life because I chose to be a full-time entrepreneur. I'll be sharing great resources. I'll be talking to you guys about great influencers and, and, and my business besties. When you go into business, please get you some business besties because entrepreneurship can feel very much alone because it's either, I mean, whether you are able to eat depends on you. And that could be a lonely existence, right? You got to get out there and get it or bills don't get paid. Food doesn't get bought. You don't eat. Your family doesn't eat. And so it could feel like a very lonely existence with that burden on you. But there are other people going through the same things that you are. And those people can tell you what's working for them. Um, you can share with them what's working for you. So get you some business besties. It helps this journey. I have a few. And so, of course, I'll be talking about them, their impact on my life and my journey and and, and how much help and support. Um Every now and then, I would love to bring on like a guest guru, you know, like an influencer or somebody who is just really good at something that helps entrepreneurs. And that, therefore, I can kind of give back to you guys, um, you know, some information as a thank you and as value that you can use in your business um, for following my podcast. This is episode one, and I have been an entrepreneur uh, full-time entrepreneur for two months now. So today is January the 1st, 2018. I came out of corporate on October the 20th, 2017, and I've been kind of preparing to hit the ground running for this year. So I already have some pros and some cons. Let me tell you, I already have some pros and some cons. Um, pros, let's go with um, good stuff first. So pros, I love not having to drive anywhere every day let alone a one hour commute both ways, right? One hour there, one hour back. I no longer have to worry about that. Oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how much that just elates me and also how much that has brought my budget down because I don't have to worry about that gas, um, how much it has added value to my life because I'm not losing life in traffic, right? Um, my mindset, oh my gosh, traffic, traffic. My mindset is just, I can wake up and just a better mood to start the day and tackle the day. So that's a great thing. Another thing, um, man, 
gonna tell you, just like today, I don't often put clothes on. I stay in my pajamas all day sometimes. I don't comb my hair every day. So yeah, you, you guys will see that picture on the cover of this for this podcast episode because it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? I promised you guys transparency and I'm gonna give it to you. I do not. My I have a home office downstairs in my house and when I come downstairs to work, I'm not always all the way awake and I'm not always cute. So, you know, that's that's a pro for me because I don't have to worry about that. That's no longer a prerequisite, right? What's another pro? Oh my gosh, naps. Who thought that when you left primary school and you became an adult that you would miss naps so much? I love the fact that I can take naps. I can actually schedule naps. Now, I don't always get to take them, but when I tell you, when I do get to take them, it's like a jackpot, jackpot. Now, cons. The one con that I don't know if that will ever go away, um, especially in this first year, is my money is funny. My money is funny honey when i tell you that when i look at that bank account and i see it going down way more often than it goes up it's a scary thought um and connected to that thought is the fact that i have one child left my youngest son is 17. Um, one of the reasons why i wanted to wait until 2019 to come out of corporate and be a full-time entrepreneur is he will have graduated from high school then he he will be a senior next year he's a junior this year and i feel like sometimes i feel like the decision i made to come out of corporate now was a selfish decision um because of how it could impact my child because yeah shit gets tight and so you know now it's not about you know you can just go out and buy this and go out and buy that now i have to look at the bottom line um, do we have enough to make it this month? Okay, good. If we have overage, yeah, it's not time to party. That overage needs to go to next month so we can make sure we're, we're okay again next month. And so I will say most of his life, he's not been used to buckling down and having a budget. And so I do feel guilty about that. However, I will tell you, I feel guilty by myself because that boy does not care. He, he supports me. He tells me all the time that it doesn't matter. He's at an age now where he can get a job. He's looking for a job. Anything that he wants above um, what he needs, he's going to take responsibility for that. So I have a great kid, but I'm still a mother. And so there's still some guilt um, around that. And that guilt is associated with, you know, being able to support him monetarily um, the way that he's been used to, even though he seems to not care. Um, as a mother, you still want the best for your kids. And, 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 you know, oftentimes we sacrifice just for our families. We sacrifice so that we can give them the best, whether they expect it or not. And so that is definitely a huge con that, that strikes, you know, to, to my core as a mother. And so that is going to be one of the things that, you know, hits my mindset sometimes that I'm going to have to battle, um, as well as the money element, because that money element, I'm used to knowing exactly how much money is coming in, when it's going to come in. I'm a planner by heart. And I'm so I'm used to being able to plan. And so when I used to have an overage of money, oh, that was the time to buy a big ticket item or to go traveling. I cannot tell you how much I love to travel. I used to travel at least once a quarter. And now, yeah, that ain't happening. And so there's a mindset shift and there's a faith activation that has to go on when you are a full-time entrepreneur that is not the same when you have um, money that you can depend on in excess 
which is what I had before I became a full, it's one of the things that I sacrificed before becoming a full-time entrepreneur. But I have to say overall, when I look at the big picture, I can get there with my revenue. And then I will also have the life that I want. And so it's worth it to me. But it is a mindset shift. It is, you know, I I can't look at my bank account as much as I used to because that can be depressing on some days. And so, you know, that's a con. Now, let me tell you guys what's been going on. As I told you, I'm getting ready for 2018. I'm gearing up for the first full year of full-time entrepreneurship. And I'm trying to get all my, my ducks in a row and my aces in their places. And so that coaching program that I'm in is awesome. So I already have a blueprint for my business because of that coaching program. Shout out to Jay Stone, jstone.com. She is my business and branding coach. And so the blueprint that I have um, for my business is awesome. It guides everything in my business. And so I took that blueprint and I came up with a content plan. Um, you know, how much content do I need to put out? Where do I need to put it out so that people know who I am and they know what I do. They know that I know what I'm doing. And so therefore they want to work with me. Um, so I've worked on that. So I went back to the blueprint and I worked on the content plan. Another thing that I've worked on is my revenue model. Um, that's basically like a, a, a picture into the future of what your paycheck can look like for the year. Okay, based on the products and services and things you have going on in your business every month, every quarter of this year. And so I have my revenue model. um, And and if you know anything about me, I'm a lowest terms type of person. So when I estimate, I always underestimate Um, when it comes to money. I underestimate so that if I make that um, and I I kind of. I guess plan my bills and my resources around the lowest amount that I know I will make, then I'm in a great position when I, when I really boom it and really do well and really go beyond that rather than, you know, planning for me to do awesome. And then the reality hits that I did less than awesome and that impacting my household. So my revenue model is a very, very um, lowest terms model, but it looks good. And all I have to do is execute at this point. And so, That is one of the things I am happy about. That's one of the things that I have to look forward to um, possibly having a great year, at least on paper, right? In theory. So I'm looking forward to executing that. I'm going to keep you guys posted on how that's going, what some of the elements of my blueprint, my content plan, and my revenue model. How is it going? That's going to be some of what I share with you guys. Um, another thing I have to buckle down now and do that I haven't had to do before is bookkeeping. I have to do some real business bookkeeping because this year there's no W-2. For 2018, I won't have a W-2. I'm going to be a 1099, right? So I have to have all my things in a row. I have to do ledgers and all of this kind of stuff. Those books have to be straight. So that's another thing that I have to do. Now, where I am in my business right now, I can't, I can't um, hire someone to do that. So I'll start off doing my own, but the goal will be to turn that over to, to a professional. Um, and so at the point where I feel like I can do that, of course, I'll share that with you guys, how I made my decision, um, some of the things I looked for before I did it, how did I get ready to turn it over, all of those good things I'll share with you guys in my journey. 
Um, another thing that I have to work on and I've been working on it for the last couple of days is I have a content plan, but um, I have to actually do content execution, right? So I might plan to do a blog on this day and Facebook on that day and Instagram on that day, but now I have to actually create this content and execute it. And so that's one of the things I'm working on and I'm going to do that weekly. Um, the greatest thing I ever could have done to help me with that is I created a product to where I help other people to do that and therefore I must do it too. So Content College is my membership program where I help experts to create content, to be consistent with content, and I educate them on content so that they are strategic with it. Um, and so therefore in helping them and in, in saving space for them to um, plan and execute, I also will be doing the same in my business. And so that was an awesome idea that I had. So if any of you entrepreneurs out there can think in your business, what is it that you need to do that may be hard that you can create a product or service out of and therefore, because you are responsible for accountability for others, you then are holding yourself accountable and you will definitely get it done. So think about that in your business. What can you um, do to implement that um, where you have to do something anyway, but it's, it's, it's similar to a product or a service in your business and therefore you do it when your clients do it and therefore it's done. So think about that. Um, something else coming up in this new year, business balance. Oh Lord, entrepreneurship. Let me tell you, it is sometimes hard for us to balance and balance is such an illusion, but we're going to use that word anyway, working in your business and working on your business. Now, what does that mean? Cause they kind of sound the same working in your business means you're servicing your clients working on your business means you're doing the business end of the business. You're doing the bookkeeping, you're doing the, the advertising, the marketing, the content. How, if you have clients and you have deliverables for your clients, then you then make time to work on your business by creating your content, getting out your um, advertising, marketing, um, keeping up with your bookkeeping, making sure you have all the supplies that you need. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to work on that. That's going to be a new muscle that I'm going to have to strengthen business balance. Also, let's talk about life balance. Once again, I'm a mother. Um, my son is a junior in high school. I have to be there for him. I'm not done raising him. I'm not done advising him and getting him ready for life. So that's going to take, um, a priority sometimes. And let's not forget that I am still a woman. So companionship is going to come in um, at some point, as far as how do I have a life of my own? How do I start to design the life that I want that this entrepreneurship is supposed to support? So you'll hear me talking about some of that. Um, having Leading a single life, how do I fit in dating? How do I fit in actually connecting with someone? Um, I mean, I don't know at this point. So you guys are going to have to uh, ride that wave with me and, and and watch me as I, well, not watch me, but listen as I, as I figure it out. So this has been episode one. It's basically been the introduction episode. I hope you guys are feeling what I'm doing and that you will follow me on this journey, especially if you're an entrepreneur, because um, I want to use my journey 
to bring value to you guys, whether you would be new to entrepreneurship at all, new to the full-time aspect of it, or if you've been doing it for a while, I hope I am able to give you value with my journey because that is my goal. That is my purpose um, for doing this podcast. So if you have business besties, please share this podcast with them. If you don't, go get you some business besties, then share it with them. Um, I love if you guys were giving some feedback, whether you're on SoundCloud, you can give me comments here. I have a Facebook page. It's Boom, I Quit with Shay Cannon. And you can definitely um, come over there and engage me. That's where I'm going to be most often for engagement for this podcast. So again, that's Boom, I Quit with Shay Cannon. And that is on Facebook. It is a Facebook fan page. You can like it and keep up with me there. In fact, there sometimes um, I come in and I put posts um, that may or may not appear on the podcast. And so I might tell stories or whatever that doesn't, um, that doesn't make it to the podcast material. So go to my Facebook page, Boom I Quit, and engage with me there. If you are just now tuning in, again, I am Shay. Um, my company is the Expert Hub with Shay Cannon Publishing. I help experts to be noticed and paid as the expert through writing and publishing and promoting through content and creating additional products for additional revenue. Um, this is this podcast is about my journey into full-time entrepreneurship. Again, I invite you to continue to follow me through this journey. I want you to to help me to celebrate my wins. I want you to support me through my losses and I want to bring value that can help you in your business also. You can find me on Facebook as Shay Cannon. Again, you have Boom I Quit is a Facebook page um, that I would like for you to follow for this podcast. And entrepreneurs, you're not alone. So until next time, I say find your business bestie. And until you find one, I'll be your business bestie. All right, guys. See you guys tomorrow.